Welcome everyone to the Orchestrating Healthcare podcast. We have an exciting episode today with Matt Duffy, Chief Product Officer at Lumion and Stella Deitch, Head of Product Management at Lumion on the podcast today. Thank you so, so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Ryan. So we had the two perfect people on to talk about Conductor, and I'm super excited to do that with both of you. Can you guys give us a quick high-level overview of Lumion Conductor and what people can really expect from the existing platform? So Lumion Conductor is a clinical workflow automation platform. And what that really means is that we take the best practices that health systems have today for various patient journeys. So that could be anything from managing a chronic condition to managing a surgical um, episode or any really situation that requires coordination across care teams, patient, the caregiver, and ensuring that the right things are done for each patient personalized to that patient. And what the platform does is automate a lot of the steps that can be automated and then drive the escalations and the clinical decisions and the steps that need to happen across different members of that care team, including the patient and their caregiver. I really like that. And let's really talk about like, how did this idea come up? Because Lumion has been around a while. Uh, this platform has been around, but how did this idea for Conductor really start? We try to be really good listeners and innovators. Our job in the product team is to listen to both our customers and the marketplace in general and connect those different voices. And sometimes those voices aren't necessarily saying the same thing, which makes our job an adventure. It's our job to process and reconcile that, those voices, that input, and then innovate. That's mm -hmm. the fun part of our job. Now, we ensure that we know what the problem is. That's really the first task in terms of determining what direction to go with the release is ensure that we as a team know what the problem is so that we can then pivot to a solution strategy. We then work really hard to validate and vet our product plans with both our customers and the marketplace. We meet with individual clients to share ideas. Just this week, we had a client summit where we shared our product roadmap and we're looking and soliciting input. We're always listening. And this lets us go into um, a continuous process of innovation and validation. Can you talk a little bit more about like that uh, customer feedback that you guys get from about how you guys take that information and saying like, hey, we need to improve XYZ within the platform? I think what's really interesting is understanding not just what customers tell you, but why they're saying get the context yeah. in their work. So it's very common to have someone say, hey, can we have this functionality or can you make the system do this? Yeah. But what we really try to do is then say, okay, but why do we need that? What are you trying to do? What's the problem you're trying to solve? And really understanding that workflow and that problem is between to then coming up with a solution. And what you find it in product, and I would say in general, is that often the thing you deliver isn't the thing that was requested, but it's the best way to solve the problem or the reason they put in the request. Yeah. Yeah. It's just often the challenge is to get beyond the symptom because a specific, whether it's a customer or a specific voice in the marketplace, they might be describing a symptom, which is certainly valid. But our job as a team is to take a step up and make sure we understand the real problem 
because we don't want to treat just the symptom. We've got a high, higher ambitions than that. Yeah. I feel like it's really important because you guys get so much information from customers. We want this, we want this, we want this, but it's actually identifying. We can bring this to life. This will solve problems that we're hearing consistently across the board. So I think that's really important from the product's perspective. Right. And really and listening to the data and, and reading the market mm. as a whole and researching what's going on. And I think that's driving a lot of our platform is you can always listen to the loudest voices, but if you listen to the numbers, you see that we had staff shortages out there. We have help systems struggling to keep up. Everyone knows what we should be doing. We the best practices in the workplace of population. It, it, seeing those numbers and, and the challenges that actually do. Yeah. So all the origins of Conductor, can you talk a little bit now, why are we calling the platform Conductor? Okay, great question. Why are we calling our product Conductor? We use the term care orchestration often with our product as a way of communicating the multidisciplinary, multidimensional aspects of care coordination. There's a lot more involved than simply automating in a robotic manner a specific task or sending a single message. Yeah, the automation of hundreds of decisions and actions in a personalized manner, specific to each patient, is what we call orchestration. Think of an orchestra coordinating hundreds of string instruments, woodwinds, brass, percussion instruments. That's a lot more complex than a violin solo. You don't need a conductor for a violin solo. Our vision is that Lumion is the conductor in this mission-critical care orchestration challenge that, frankly, all health systems are encountering. That's really good. And can then we talk about, like, what's going to make this platform different? Uh, what are two things that people should know about Conductor? So I think I'm going to actually answer both of those kind of independently. So in terms of what makes it different, I think it's really getting at what Matt said about that orchestration and the fact that there are a lot of tools out there to automate individual tasks. There's things you can do to bulk message something or automate like something simple, like I'm flipping on monitors. What really makes it different is that we're automating the whole journey. And at each step of the way, it's making those decisions, deciding what needs to happen for this particular patient and understanding kind of the situation, both from a clinical perspective, from a operations perspective, from patient information perspective, and really figuring out what needs to happen at each step and what's the right next for education. And it's really just going beyond allowing you to form the same task on a thousand patients. So they, that really makes a huge difference. And then the other part that really makes a huge difference is that it's multimodal. So it's really able to reach out to the patient in a way that makes sense for that patient. So it might be text messages. It could be robotic phone calls. It could be emails. You know, you're going to have patients who aren't going to sign up for a camp. A lot of health systems have apps today, and that's wonderful. And I use them. I love having an mm -hmm. app to track all the stuff going on in my own personal health care, my children's health care. But the reality is my dad can't really do that. Um, so I think that ability to meet the patient where they are and, and reach out and the way that makes sense for each patient is also really important. And then as far as 
two really important things to know about Lumion Vector specifically. I would say one of the first most important things is that it's highly integrated. We are bi-directional integrated with all the major data charters. So if you uh, need information to drive a pathway, it needs to be up in decisions, we'll pull them all that information automatically. And then any information we're gathering along the way, we're sending questionnaires or text messages or anything to the patient. We're putting all that information right back into the EHR and we're doing it in the street. This is not a PDF upload that someone has to parse. We are not adding any kind of duplicate documentation or reconciling of information. It's all completely seamless interoperability. And then I think the other big thing to understand is that it is all algorithm. While AI is amazing new technology, and I look forward to the day that it really helps make our health systems even more efficient, I think in today's world, it's important that we still let our clinicians make clinical decisions. And really what we are trying to do is automate the best practices and the decisions and the execution of the decisions that clinicians are making. So everything is algorithmic, it is predictable. Nothing is going to be a computer deciding what happens to a patient. It's going to be a computer executing an order put in by. So can you share any of the key capabilities that customers can uh, look forward to? Key capabilities, absolutely. To answer that, I'm going to go back to our core mission of care orchestration. We understand how critical care coordination is. We also understand that it's broken. It's too labor intensive, it's too expensive, it's too reliant on manual processes, and it's too variable across uh, disparate care teams. We have a powerful platform, automating tasks, workflows, activities, messaging, all uh, the events that comprise complex care coordination. Now, I am particularly excited about our new user interface and self-service capabilities. And I'm not excited about those in and of themselves. I'm excited because these features will empower our customers to do even more and do it even faster. And I think Stella wants to get in, share a few thoughts on some new products and capabilities that we're also introducing. I think the thing that I'm most excited about is our task management automation. So. I, I think what most people, I for one, at least love to do this. And I think most people think that the, the simple to-do list is what a lot of health care systems are missing these days. And we kind of been in a separate yeah. where every patient has kind of the task list and that by you of what needs to happen, but also automating the creation of this. So something simple like if the EHR got updated with the discharge plan and says, we're going to take this patient to a non-bed, the system can then figure out based on a discharge plan, okay, I need to generate a to-do for somebody that they need to find that bed. And we have another to-do, which is coordinate the transportation to get the patients to that skilled nursing facility or other non-acute bed. Or maybe it's an entire new workflow and hospital at home and the many, many, many tasks that go into creating a hospital-like setting in the patient's home. And that ability of our system to look at that information, those decisions, and create the tasks that need to happen and keep track of all the work that needs to be um, coordinated in order to get that patient where they need to go and move them along their journey faster is, I think, one of the more exciting things coming. And it's what's going to enable 
big command center that we see going up in industries, growth, helping keep track of all the things that the staff in those centers are doing. So I think one of the other uh, new features I'm really excited about is our digital run. And what this really does is it coordinates the care teams around a cohort of patients. So it creates that kind of simplified list of the patients in a given cohort and the key information around that patient and the tasks that needs to be completed in order to meet that patient. So a great example of this is on the inpatient board. It's a very simple tool for managing things like multidisciplinary rounds, which are becoming a lot more common in the industry. But it's also great for managing cohorts such as on your patients in that hospital home program and being able to see that full picture of the various patients we've had in a different setting and go through as an interdisciplinary team, really understanding what needs to be done by each team member. And at the end of the day, where this is going to drive is shorter length of stay, eliminating the longer admissions due to things that are happening in a timely manner. And eventually, I think this functionality could even move into an ambulatory setting that would manage cohorts of chronic disease patients. So I think this is a place that we grant all the future as well. Can you talk a little bit more about the future? Uh, what does the future look like for Conductor? Yeah, so I, I see the future sort of at two different levels. So there's a future from a technology perspective, and there's a future from sort of healthcare and the operations and, and where's the world of So on the technology side of things, where Lumion's going kind of in the short term is really going further with our smart and fire technology. As I mentioned before, we are completely interoperable. We do use those fire APIs to share information. But well, we want to take that to the next level and user experience and creating that seamless for the patient where they can move between systems and still see the same patient, same data, and really have that same experience. Um, and then additionally, on the technology front, the AI is huge. It's, it's a growing factor. And honestly, it's going to be where the world goes in the next several years. And uh, we're going to find ways that it makes sense to incorporate it. I think that we're still pretty far from allowing it to make clinical decisions, but it can be used to increase productivity and drive a lot of automation around the non-functions. So I anticipate embracing a lot of AI in our technology moving forward. And then sort of on the healthcare industry and operations and where the sort of pure station workflow is going side of things, I think the definition of where it's new is extreme. I think we started really looking at not how do we treat a given condition, but how do we keep patient populations of the industry moving towards ACLs, value-based care. It's really about how do I coordinate my entire spectrum of care for this patient? So that might be coordinating our community resources, things that ensure stable housing, access to medications, the kind of thing that's going to keep the patient healthy and really driving the outcomes that we want in our new healthcare world by engaging with the payers, the health systems, all the community groups that are there to support the patient and, of course, the patient and their own caregivers to really drive those healthier outcomes. And I just think that the definition of care orchestration and I guess the sets of instruments that Matt described, we're about to have a few new groups of instruments join the orchestra over the next several years, and they already have been. And I think that's where we're going to expand to really drive the coordination as there are more players in this game. Yeah, from a future perspective, you can't ignore what's happening um, with machine learning capabilities. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, at, at, at this point, we are very intentionally algorithmic, which is a fancy way of saying we're not looking to replace the physician's brain. We go in with the premise that the care team, physicians, nurses, they know what needs to happen. They just can't address the capacity. They don't have, there's not enough of them to handle the patients. So they know what we, needs to be done. So our task is to automate that, is to take that out of their brain. It's transposed into algorithms and maintaining the personal touch with patients and moving patients through the orchestration journey, whether that's preparing for surgery or managing hypertension. AI opens the door for so much more than that. Complement the physician's brain to, to start to understand why. Why is this happening? Why are patients not compliant? Why are they not showing up for appointments? Why are they you know, missing surgery? It, 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 it's that type of power that AI, it really become a tool for the physician and the care team to understand why, so that they can then make even better decisions with patients. So that's really the exciting future that, that we are entering into together with the entire industry. Yeah. And we're at an exciting present as well. And just last question for you guys, like once someone is using Conductor, what do you think they'll enjoy most about it? Oh, that's a great question. I guess to answer that, let's take a step back. We know that we're not telling anyone something they don't already know when we say care coordination is broken. That's been said thousands of times. I think Lumion Conductor empowers our partners to make a difference, to fix what is broken. Now, I know our customers are going to love our new UI. They're going to love our self-service focus, love the task management capabilities and our inter interdisciplinary rounding uh, features. That's all great. But the real bottom line is I think our clients are going to enjoy solving problems. <laughs> if they've had enough of being told what the problem is and feeling frustrated and stuck, our partners, they have a passion that always inspires me. They have a passion and a vision to transform healthcare. And I believe Lumion Conductor is the digital platform empowering our partners to fix problems. I love that. Stella, Matt, thank you both so much for joining us and give us a glimpse into Conductor. You both are great. So thank you so, so much for joining us. Thank you so much, yes. Ryan.